Sorry, Karp, and welcome to another episode of Thailand Tuesday here for the Funkit Pod. Thailand Tuesday on a Wednesday. <laughs> I'm sorry for, for the delay. Now you're supposed to say my ban lai because we're learning Thai culture here, but that's not the reason why I'm delaying it. The reason uh, was that actually on Tuesday, on this Tuesday, I got so mad that if I would have recorded on Tuesday, I might have said things that I would have regretted or they would have followed me here around. Um, I'm still going to talk about it today, but a bit calmer. So I hope I'm not going to say anything terrible. <laughs> and um, we, we, this talk was about to happen. I just didn't want it to be like all angry um, and like more, I don't know, unbiased. So I'm still going to try to be like as unbiased as possible, but I'm still mad what happened yesterday but more on this in a second so what happened i went to uh, one of the immigration offices for what we call here a 90 days report so even if you have a visa you have to report every 90 days like your whereabouts do you still live in the same place yes okay do you still live in the same place yes okay yeah so the the, the thing you have to do it every 90 days super annoying it's supposed to work online sometimes it does sometimes it doesn't there's an app that sometimes works sometimes it doesn't um, then when you enter on the website you say submit and it just says contact your immigration office very often um, they know that because now you can actually make an appointment to hand in the paper of the 90 days report um, and the whole thing usually works like this so you go there if you if if online works for you you're like yes it worked Whew, cool no sweat if it doesn't work which happened to me like now, the last three times when I had to do it, then online would just say, go to your local immigration office, so it wouldn't work for whatever reason. Um, so then I go there, um, and I, I went there, and then you get a number, then you wait, and you wait quite a long time. Usually now I think it gets more and more and more, because people always push it out to the last minute, because of COVID right now, no one wants to be in crowded places, of course. Uh, yeah, and then, then you wait there. And I think for me now, from experience, the average waiting time usually is like around two hours or so. So that's what it usually usually takes. Um, yeah, not too bad, you might say. Okay, yeah, sure. But still super annoying for like, then the interaction itself takes like a minute. Like, hey, what's your address? Oh, still the same address. Okay, cool, finish. <laughs> Why do I have to do this? But okay, uh, never mind. Um, why it's just bureaucracy and i will come back to this point in a second why i got mad or should i say why i got mad first and then i slowly built to that point again so let's say why i got mad first so i have it out of the system and then i break it down so this time i got mad because there it's not the only form that you that, that, that they have they're like i'm from germany we are famous for bureaucracy then I, I, I live in austria which actually back then when i lived in austria was like even worse than germany in terms of bureaucracy then I come to Thailand, I'm like, well, they're famous for being like, relaxed. Their, their slogan is sabai, sabai, like, don't sweat it, relax. The bureaucracy in Thailand is insane. The amount of paper you need for whatever it is, anywhere in your job, at university, high school, when you study immigration, it is ridiculous. So there's one form, it's the 90-day report form. You write in your address, your name, hand it over. Okay, now when you switch addresses, like when you switch your residence, what I did, then there is a, a, a form, a theoretical form that in the 10 years that I have been here never has been asked from me. It's called TM30. It's a form that the landlord fills out and then 
should, pre should be presented uh, to the immigration and they can do it online. There's an online portal where the landlord just enters your details and then that's it. So my landlord did it online. So I went to the immigration and they said, hey, you moved, you, you moved addresses. I'm like, yeah. Here, it's on the paper, I wrote it down. Here's my address. I said, where's the TM30? I'm like, well, my, my landlord did it online. Because, I mean, you do everything online if possible, right? I said, yeah, but you need a paper. I'm like, I'm perplexed. I'm like, what paper? He did it, my landlord did it online, so can you just check in the system? You still have a computer in front of them, right? Can you just check it in the system? Because they're, they're, they're scanning your, you've got like a, a, every time you go there, you get like a note with like a barcode on it, and so they can track you basically. And you have to keep like this paper that they give you in your passport for like 90 days, and then you get another one. And then they scan it, and they have all your details on, on the computer. So I'm like, can you just check in the system? I'm like, yeah, sure, it's in the system, but we want the paper. So I couldn't do my 90 days report because they want this paper that is in the system, but they want it on paper. Duh. Last time, that made me angry because I, the way out there to that, that 90 days office takes me like two hours to go there. It's freaking expensive to go there because it's outside of Bangkok, so the taxi costs, costs a lot and just takes lots of time out of your day. It's like more than half a day is, is gone. Like I spent like five hours going there, waiting there, coming back. It's like, it's ridiculous. Half day, no work. Yeah, annoying. Um, so I have to go there again tomorrow. So now I have to form. I ask my landlord, hey, landlord, can you do this? My landlord's like, yeah, but I did it online. What the hell? Um, yeah, nice. So I have to get this, um, this form now to those people. Let's see what they're going to complain about then. Last time, by the way, like the last time I did it in person, the time before I did it online because it worked. Like, yes, it worked online. I don't have to go there. Nice. You get a confirmation email. All good. So then everything is online. <laughs> then I went there to do it in person because then it didn't work online, so I went there to do it in person, and then she said, where's the paper from last time? And I said, I did it online, so there is no paper. Then they told me they will not accept my 90 days report. I have to go down to a copy shop, print out the online notification, print it on a paper, and bring it up. So there's in the second floor, the copy shop is in the first floor. I have to take the paper, the notification that they have in the system. I have to go down, print it out, go up again, hand it over. There's a slogan here, it's called Thailand 4.0. They've been advertising this for years now, you know, Web 2.0 and so on. So Thailand 4.0, like forward-thinking Thailand, everything electronic, smooth transaction. Yes, like, it's insane. And quite frankly, sometimes it's just a power play of like the whatever officer that is there, right? Sometimes they have very nice people there, of going like, hey, your address, cool, let's go, yeah, awesome. Sometimes there are people like this who just want to be like, I can show my power right now, I don't like you, you, I don't know, you were smiling the wrong way, just, that, that's not necessarily a Thai thing, I, I believe, it's probably in every country that way, when you go to like government officials and so on, right, government officials are famous for being this, but it's just happening very frequently now, it's like the second or third time now that I realized that the people there aren't that happy, friendly anymore. Like last year, for whatever reason, every time I went to a governmental office, people were like super nice. This year, not so much. I don't know, maybe they have something happened in the structure, restructuring or whatever, or they all suffer also from, from pandemic blues or something. I'm not sure, but this year, the interaction in all the governmental offices isn't as nice anymore as, like, as it was last year and the year before and so on. And I've been here for a while. Um, speaking of which, right, so this 90 days thing is not the only 
thing that you have to do, of course, uh, more importantly, or more importantly, but I mean, in order to do this, first you need a visa, of course. In order to get a visa, that's not with lots of people are interested, of course, in order to get a visa, uh, well, there, there are several ways. I can only talk about, well, tourist visas, because when my family comes, they're getting a tourist visa. So when my dad comes, for example, if you come by plane, I believe, you can't stay for 30 days. Uh, in Thailand, when you come by land, you can stay for 15 days, I believe. Uh, please check if that's still the case. That was the case, and I was um, back then traveling here for the first time, and when my dad came last time, it's been two years, of course, so um, I think that's still the case, though. Um, now you have to quarantine still, of course. Uh, so that's the thing. If you work here, you can get like a one-year visa, two-year visa, maybe, I'm not, I'm not sure how long those visas are. I always get a one-year um, non-immigrant visa, like a like um, coupled, um, linked to a work permit. Uh, yeah, so you go there, you need a contract from your employer, lots of like, lots of document, like I got it with like a document folder, like this big, um, with like your degree and like explanation of like your contract and your housing details, the explanation of what you're teaching and what your degree is in and, and whatnot. If like for me, I'm not sure at a university, right? So they need to explain exactly what you're doing and sign everything a thousand times. Uh, and then you go there, then you pay, I think, 1,100 baht or something like this. And um, then that's it. Usually that also takes forever. If you go there in the morning, you queue there. Either if you, if you, there are services that would do it for you, but they're really expensive. So you can pay people to do this. So I, I do it the right way. So I go there in the morning at like 6.30. They open at 8.30. And then I queue there for two hours to get like a queue. You get a number. You, you wait outside the office. <laughs> you get a number. Um, to wait outside the office and then when you when they open at 8 or 8 30 or whatever then you give the number and then you get another queue number for inside the office <laughs> and yeah, it's ridiculous and if you I, I i think last time i went there at 6 30 and i had the number 100 <laughs> from outside so people 100 people were in front of me at 6 30 a.m two hours before the office opened it's insane. Then you go inside and you wait inside with the new queue number and then you hand everything over, they check everything. It also takes like two hours, three hours sometimes. You have to come really early because from 12 to one, it's lunch break. So the whole immigration office shuts down for like an hour. And if so, if your queue isn't done yet, uh, you have to wait for an hour, go downstairs in the basement and like a restaurant, fast food restaurants, cafes or whatever, wait an hour and then come back, sit inside again and wait until until it's your turn. If you can't make it on time until 4.30, then uh, bad luck. <laughs> so this is always very intense. Like It's the worst day of the year for me because it's just so intense. Like I hope all documents are there. I hope everyone from my university signed accordingly because if there's like a wrong signature somewhere, then I have to get it again. I have to come another day and oh my god um, once you have this but I have to I have to say the people that I met there they're always very polite so no problem with this yet so the people there always very polite the second thing you need is then a work permit do you get the work permit if you have a visa so first you get the visa um, that's linked to your work to your contract then you show your contract you show your visa then you hopefully if you have all the documents mm -hmm, <laughs> then you get a work permit work permits usually um, runs for a year or two years no? depends on what your employer um, wants to apply for um, so usually I do both things like on one or two days usually in two days because uh, same thing if you go to the work permit office too late and maybe you have to wait forever. So usually I do day one, I do the, the visa, day two, the next day, then I do the work permit. You also need to do your tax before, by the way. You need to submit like the proof that you did your tax. Otherwise, you won't get a work permit. So it also shows 
I do everything correctly, so there's no, no shortcuts what I'm saying right now. Sorry if you're looking for a shortcut. So then um, if you do your tax and everything, you present your, your tax papers, um, everything that you, your employer gives to you, your visa, give it to them. You have to pay, I don't know, 2,000 baht or something again, and then um, you get your visa after a while. Also, the last two years I've, I've done this, um, super nice staff, super nice people in, in the work permit office that, that changed a few times now the location. Last two years, always super nice people, nothing to complain about, like very friendly. Thank you very much. That was nice. The only time that I really have to say that the offices aren't friendly is now coming back to what made me mad is in the 90 days report and the 90 days thing. You know, the visa, the work permit, I understand it's annoying that you have to do it in person, that you have to have so many papers and so on, but I understand that those documents are important. The 90 days report, <laughs> I don't know many, I, I, okay, maybe I'm mistaken, maybe in the US, I don't know if it's the case or not, but here in Southeast Asia, when I ask my Southeast Asian friends, like from Indonesia and so on, they say, we don't even have this anymore. It's not, or you can also just, just do it online super easily. Like, just say if you change your, your address, for example. So here, like with the bureaucracy, with like the paper, and if you don't bring the paper, and even though they have it in the system, if you don't have it in paper, then you can't do it. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, super annoying. Now, I, what I assume is going to happen, and tomorrow when I go there, by the way, now I made an appointment uh, online, so because they have an online appointment system, so I made an appointment, appointment online at 1.50 p.m. Uh, with counter two, because you can also pick which counter you want to, as if that would matter. Um, I wonder if that really works. If I go there at like the appointment is at 150, I'm gonna go there at like one, one, maybe 1 p.m. just to be sure, 110, 120 or so. Then I go there. I wonder if it works. If they're gonna be like, no, oh, it's in the system, but it didn't work. Uh, now you have to wait two hours again. I'm not sure. Let's let's see about this. What I expect that it will happen now that I have the TM30 from unique TM47, I believe, for yourself. Like here, it's me, TM30 from your landlord. What I assume is gonna happen is that, um, oh no, I lost my train of thought. What I assume is gonna happen is, um, yeah, because, so when you have your deadline for your 90 days report, so you can do it 15 days before or seven days after. So now yesterday when I went there, it was seven days after. You know, I waited that long because I tried the online system a few times. So I thought maybe it works tomorrow. But from experience, sometimes it, one day it doesn't work, next day it works. So I tried it over and over again, the online system, because I really didn't want to go there because it's so annoying. So many people, pandemic and so on, until I didn't have a chance. So that's why I then went on my last day there. So now the last day actually would be today, but today is a public holiday. So I couldn't do today, so I went yesterday. Now yesterday I couldn't do it because I didn't have that one form of landlord. So then today I couldn't go because it's a public holiday. So tomorrow will be one day after my deadline. I am almost 100% sure that they're gonna find me a thousand baht because I'm one day late, even though today was a public holiday and yesterday they sent me away because of that yeah. form from the landlord. By the way, then now I got the form from my landlord, filled out and everything, and there's nothing on there. It's like, write in the name of the landlord, writes the name, his address and his signature. <laughs> That's it. So. And on my, on my form that I hand in, it's the same address, right? It, it's like, like they just want to have those power plays sometimes. And that is really frustrating. But this also is very relatable again to then, and we talked about this before, some cultural things here. Yeah, while Thailand is famous, or like 
supposedly famous for being the land of smile and people are happy and friendly and very often they are, I'm not hating on that, but you can see that also hierarchy very often matters and especially maybe in jobs you get lots of, and sorry for the word shit from your, from your superiors, then they very often try to pass it down, right? We have this in many different aspects here, like the immigration officer, I assume that like this 90 days report thing, it must be super boring. I understand you're sitting there all freaking day doing the same thing over and over again and probably have lots of stupid excuses or like lots of people not being nice to you. And so I understand that. I get it. Uh, but then you pass it on like when you can, like, ha I'm going to tell them to get a printed paper. <laughs> Uh, I have another example that like, just a friend told me the other day like and his he is married to a Thai wife for a long time and so when you go on a highway and you have like the toll booth right and you hand over the money and you get your change for the toll and sometimes when you then um, give them the money you want to drop the money basically they, they hold their hand like this and you drop the money then they move the hand away then the money uh, falls down and you have to get out of the car to pick up the money and it's just on purpose apparently even like online um, forum entries on like Thai forums on pantip.com biggest forum here in Thailand it says that it's, it's like a, a common thing of those tall workers just to show like a little bit of like hey here I made you do something that you didn't want it for, for example. And we can see this at university. They have like something that's called Rap Nong, and it should be like an extra video. There's going to be an extra podcast here, maybe. Rap Nong is then where the senior students hazing rituals for, for the, the, the new students, for the freshmen, which is ridiculous. Um, more on this, definitely, definitely a separate um, podcast on justice, and I'm going to try to get some students on this, maybe. Uh, yeah, so. Yeah, that's even though China's like first friendly, happy culture, there are like those things ingrained that are like just a super hierarchy based. I'm gonna wanna make you suffer just because I can, because I had to suffer before, so now someone else has to suffer and I'm gonna show my power. And that's just super annoying, super sad also. And like, why can't we all be nice to each other, right? Um, Again, I understand it's not just an, it's necessarily a Thai thing, obviously. We, do, we see this like in different countries, with different cultures, everywhere around the world. But like here, it's just sometimes a little bit a surprising, land of smile. And then just so ingrained in, in the culture, like no one takes a step back like, hey, wait, that's stupid right now. I shouldn't be doing this. So why, why can't I just be nice? Um, so that's just something surprising sometimes. And as I said before, since I had so many positive experiences with immigration officers before, yeah, like the visa was always awesome, the work permit is always awesome. Immigration back then when I was able to fly at the airport was always very polite. Oh, another add-on. Even the first time when I came to Thailand, I had like the podcast before about my life in Isan, in the northeastern Thailand, in Udontani and so on. No one told me anything about about like visa regulations and so on. I Google as much as I can. I thought I covered everything. I had a visa, I had a work permit and so on. I didn't know about a 90 days report. I asked them like at, at my school, is there anything else I have to do? Uh, like, nope, wow, no, it's cool, you have, you have a visa. Okay, cool. <laughs> I didn't know about 90 days. So then first school break or second school break, I'm like, hey, let's just fly somewhere. So I think I was about to fly to, I don't know, sing Malaysia. I think I flew to Malaysia, uh, to Kuala, Kuala Lumpur. And then all of a sudden, the, the immigration officer looks at my passport. Like when, when, you, when you go into uh, the duty-free air, free area to the gates, right? You have to pass the immigration officer. Looks at the passport, like, hmm. Looks at me, hmm. Like one moment, I'm like, oh, no, what happens? And all of a sudden, two police officers come and like, 
uh, can you follow us? I'm like, what happened? And then they take me to an officer who was nicely smiling at me. It's like, hey, um, so you didn't do any 90 days reports. I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, well, if you leave right now to Malaysia, then we have to invalidate your, your visa. And if you come back, you don't have a visa anymore. You only get a tourist visa. So I'm like, what? I, oh, sh I, but I have a visa. And they said, yeah, but you didn't do your 90 days report. I'm like, I, what? I don't know what a 90 days report is. <laughs> then they explain it to me. I'm like, oh, sh I did not know. I'm sorry. And then they said, well, yeah, understand that can happen, but you have to pay the overstay fine. And the overstay fine, I believe, don't, don't come in this, it's like a thousand baht per day, I think. Um, maximum 20,000 baht. So I stayed there for a long time before I left the country again. So my fine was 20,000 baht and I had to pay it right away. I didn't have the money. So then they let me out through the back door basically. Um, and I had to go to the ATM. They kept my passport. I got like 20,000 baht from the ATM. Went back, paid 20,000 baht in cash. And then they extended my, my visa, let me on the plane. And then that was that. Yes. So do your 90 days report. <laughs> It's the learning from me. Ever since I was very... Like after, like never doing this again, never have to pay a fine and so on for the 90 days report. Um, yeah, but now, and they were also nice. That's why I say this, tell the story. Like those people, even though I made a mistake because I just didn't know, but clearly my mistake, I should, I should have known, but even I didn't know, but they were super nice. Like even though I always said forever, the 90 days report, um, they said, yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, you have to pay the fine, which sucked, of course, because a lot of money, but Fair enough, my mistake, I didn't know it. It's annoying, but okay, it's the rules. And they were super nice to me, right? The police officer and everything, the immigration officer, super nice. Now, basically the, I don't, and it's not meant to be condescending, the lowest level officer in this case, or the lowest level, I don't know, form that you have the nine days report, it doesn't, like, it's not, visa work permit is very important, nine days report doesn't say much. Uh, They're the ones that are kind of making trouble. And now I have to get again tomorrow, half day of work done again. Thank you very much. Um, and just have to be there for a thing that you could easily, should be able to do online with like one click. But again, it's not working all the time for everyone for whatever reason. Actually, I think I know the reason why it doesn't work for me right now. Uh, they have an application, the IMEE application or something. I downloaded it and when I logged in with my details, It said upon login that my visa expired on 31st of January 2021. And it was the old expir expir expiration date. I went to extend it, of course, for a year with all the documents, what I just mentioned, what I always do. And so it's now valid, valid until 2022. It says in the passport, valid to 2022. But I think they didn't update it in the system. And that's why uh, it always prompts and says, like, you cannot do it online. Hmm. Awesomeness. So now this was 20 minutes of me ranting about the bureaucracy in Thailand. <laughs> I'm sorry about this, but it also, I had to tell it, I had to talk about it with someone. So thank you for listening. <laughs> maybe that, that helps to avoid problems. Maybe it makes you go, oh, it happened to me too. Or like, oh, what the hell, man? Again, I'm not hating on the country, not hating on immigration per se, as I said, in work permit and the actual visa office, always nice people. It's just that 90 day thing that's really um, annoying me right now. Uh, so thanks for listening. Um, next time I promise to be more positive. Unless I'm going to talk about Rap Nong and stuff like this. I try to be more positive next time around. Until then, uh, let me know what you think, what you want to have covered, uh, if there are any questions. Um, until then, uh, well, take care, stay safe. Um, see you soon. Sadiqa.